You're listening to Sky Aspects with Cleopatra Jade, a podcast about astrological topics, also full and new moons. Enjoy, guys. Hey, guys. We have a wild week full of planetary transits. We've got a lot going on. This is definitely going to be a week where it is going to feel as though you are on high octane. You are going to be super active, energetic. It's edgy energy. It is triggery energy, but there is a lot of transformative stuff going on too. And on top of that, a lot of just change in the air. Mercury's going retrograde. Jupiter and Neptune are making their last and final sextile for this year, so that's pretty major. And then we've got a bunch of squares and oppositions going on involving the Sun, Pluto, Saturn, got the opposition with the Sun and Mars. Venus is opposing Neptune. Mars is squaring Jupiter, so it is going to be an extra busy, active week for sure. So if you have stuff that you need to get done, this is going to be the week that you are so lit up, you will be able to get it going. And just looking at the vibes for this week, it seemingly is cool and comfortable, meaning basically there's a lot of social energy in the air. There's a lot of activity in terms of just being driven, having a ton of energy, having a ton of ambition. It is really going to start spiking up as we start getting to the middle of the week. That is going to be one of the most active times in terms of if you have things that have been just sitting on the back burner, this is going to be your opportunity to get these things done. That's the great thing about it. But there is a lot of triggery energy that's going to be coming up too, which you can't really see in the graph, but that is definitely something that's happening with some of those squares. They are pretty intense, especially that opposition. So that's going to definitely get you motivated and moving and really just doing what you need to do and what you might have been afraid to step forward in. There's also some solitude energy that's going on towards the end of the week as well. And it is mixed bag because it is mixed in with social. It is mixed in with romantic energy. It is mixed in with a few other things as well. So you're going to feel conflicted around that point in time when it comes down to what you should be doing, if you should be taking time and space to yourself, or if you should be dealing with people overall. But it's an interesting week. This is the second time I'm seeing this come up where it's a mixed bag of just do I want to even deal with people or do I want to socialize? Do I want to stay to myself or do I want to just go on an adventure? So that's always a weird feeling. And, you know, this is just one of those weeks where the social energy is going to be there regardless of what's going on. So let's make the most of this and let's use this intense energy to get our shit done that we need to get done. So let's look at the next bunch of days and see what we can expect. On the 12th. Mercury is going to make a sextile with Venus. This energy is super welcome. This energy is easy energy. This energy is great for just diffusing any drama that may be in the air. This energy is amazing for having the best conversations, having conversations on text, go well, email, anything going on on the internet. It is a lovely energy. It's also a very flirty energy as well. So, I mean, don't at all be surprised if your DMs get lit up in a good way. This is going to, in the beginning of the week at least, that's the best energy in terms of getting like the best messages from people. And it doesn't even have to be romantic. It could be hearing back from people that you've been waiting to hear from, old friends, people that you really just enjoy talking to, just having a good exchange overall. Another great thing for this is if you have to ask for something, if it pertains to anything to do with work, career, things like that, you have a better chance of this going over well with this energy going on because it gives you the ability to talk in a way where people are more receptive to you and are more likely to say yes to things and no to things because it does give a certain charm to whatever it is that you're trying to gain or whatever it is that you're talking about. 
and it just puts an overall ease and social vibe to there. Like I said, this is a very social week for all the weird stuff that's going on. So use this energy to socialize with the people you like. It's not weird energy where it's just people that you don't like dealing with. It's the type of people you wanna be around. So enjoy this and soak this up because it's gonna be so needed, especially the next day on the 13th, Mars is going to be in an opposition with the sun. A Sun-Mars opposition can be intense and can be triggery. However, it is the halfway point of the retrograde. So we are halfway done with Mars retrograde. Anytime you have an opposition from the Sun to the outer planets, and I know Mars is technically not an outer planet, but sometimes it can be considered an outer planet. It is one of the superior planets considering it is not with the Sun like Venus and Mercury and can have an opposition. If Venus and Mercury were to oppose the Sun, that would be a disaster. And by the way, it's just not physically possible for that to happen. They are very much locked into their orbit. So anyway, we are halfway done with this retrograde. And so that's the good thing. The thing with this transit is it's edgy. However, if you use this in the appropriate way, like I always say with the hard transits, you will have nothing but wins in your book. In other words, use this to power through your goals because you're gonna have so much energy. You're gonna have the energy to move mountains. You're definitely gonna have the focus and drive and the need to get things done. And almost just this impetuousness where you're, where you're not wanting to delay one more moment when it comes down to whatever it is that's been on the back burner for you and you're wanting to get that done, so that's good. Channel this energy into workouts and exercise and things like that. Otherwise, it can be an energy when you're dealing with other people and with oppositions, a lot of the times you are dealing with other people. You just have to be aware of how you're behaving. You have to be mindful of being too assertive. You have to be mindful of coming off passive aggressive and then angering someone because sometimes when you're dealing with the Aries Libra polarity, you're dealing with some passive aggressive energies which can lead to people getting irritated if they're dealing with that because people are not gonna have the time nor patience to let that roll off their back with this energy. This is also one of those things, if you react the wrong way, you are gonna deal with the consequences later on. And because of the lack of patience, you really don't wanna push your luck with others because this is the type of energy where if you want your way, you may be pushing your luck and you may be pushing other people into doing whatever it is that you want and coming off domineering and that's not gonna fly. So either end of the spectrum when it comes down to opposites is not gonna fly. Passive aggressiveness will not fly and anger is not gonna fly. And really truly do not allow for your ego to get into the way of anything or just needing to be validated so badly that you become pushy because again, this is a really pushy energy. So use all that pushiness to get your goals done, channel it into one of your passions when it comes down to whatever it is that you wanna do, anything to do with any of your projects, work, apply for jobs, anything that just is going to expend energy in a healthy way is the way to use this energy. Anything in terms of arguments, not the way to use this energy. This is the kind of week with all the other stuff coming up. If you're looking for a fight, it can be arranged. And I'm probably gonna say that four more times when I look at some of the other aspects at the end of the week. But yeah, this is intense. Um, use this to your best advantage and use it to get shit done. That's the best advice I have with this transit. Luckily on that same day, the 13th, Jupiter is going to make its sextile with Neptune and this will be the last and final one for this year. 
We won't have another Jupiter sextile Neptune until 2024, around May 23rd, 2024 to be exact. So let's take this time to capitalize on this rare opportunity that's not coming back around for a while because this is truly a lovely healing aspect. We had our first contact with this at the end of February and then the second one at the end of July and now this is our third one. So now we're full circle when it comes down to this sextile. So think about what you've been doing in terms of getting connected with higher vibrations in your life. In other words, getting in touch with your spiritual side. This is a highly spiritual connection between Jupiter and Neptune. And so what it does for a lot of people is it helps them start finding their path. It helps them start restoring faith back in themselves and finding a better belief system. Going towards spiritual pursuits that might have been on the back burner or just somehow, some way, you've just found yourself feeling as though you're going through a spiritual awakening of some sort. In a lot of ways, some people feel like they're connecting to higher sources and higher realms with the transit like this. So it kind of has that sort of experience. A lot of people experience more prophetic dreams. Their dreams are just more psychic than usual. Overall, it just helps you restore your relationship with your higher self. Another thing to expect from this transit and things that you might have been experiencing during those other dates is this is great for having better luck. It is great for career, money, anything to do with that. And I know 2020 is not the year of um, everyone's career being booming, but if you're being aspected by this, you may start seeing more expansion in the career field for you. You may be seeing more expansion with good luck. Although a lot of people haven't had the best luck this year, there are people who have been having some luck that just came out of nowhere. It just kind of just seems like it came out the sky through some sort of divine intervention. And this is kind of the transit where that does happen for people regardless of what's going on this year in 2020. It also rewards you for past deeds where you've done good things for other people. It does put you in positions where you can become prosperous and become more favorable with people because you have been generous, because you have been helpful. It basically puts you in the favor of people who are in higher positions and people who are in a position to give, which is lovely with this energy. And another thing with this is, you see a lot of people fighting for justice and that's definitely been something that's been going on this year with so many of the themes and situations that have happened. There is a lot of that that goes on with this. So don't at all be surprised on a collective level if you're not seeing more that's going on with regards to that sort of thing. But this is definitely the type of transit that's going to activate people who are all about social justice in any way and just humanitarianism. And I know everyone always associates that with Uranus and Aquarius and things like that. But an aspect like this, that is definitely something that you're going to see a little bit more of where people are just stepping forward and trying to help their fellow man. And the only thing with this is because Jupiter is an expander, you do want to make sure you're not going to too many extremes. This is a harmonious aspect, but at the same time, it can be a bit indulgent. It can be situations where you might be going overboard when it comes down to spiritual practices. So you want to be careful with that. Try not to overdo it with anything when it comes down to Jupiter transit. So too much of a good thing can be a lot when it comes to Jupiter. And of course, with it connecting with Neptune, there are no boundaries. So just something you want to be aware of, especially when you're trying to just make the most of this. You really just don't want to go off the rails when it comes down to anything. And this is a type of transit where it could definitely cause you to go a little bit overboard, but it's not 
the most hardest aspect on the planet. It is really harmonious. I'm really hoping that this takes the edge off of all the other stuff that's coming up this week because it is so needed. So, and this will, we'll be feeling this one for a few weeks here. This one has been building up. Those are two slow, slow moving planets. So it's not like it's going anywhere within the next couple of days. We'll be feeling this throughout the week and hopefully it helps take the edge off of everything. So capitalize on this, soak this up because we are not getting another one of these until 2024. That next day on the 14th, Mercury is going retrograde. Mercury is currently in Scorpio and went into shadow at 25 Libra around September 23rd. So think back to what was going on with you regarding Mercury themes. There is going to be a split with this Mercury because we have half of it in Libra, well, little less than half of it in Libra and the rest in Scorpio. So we're going to be dealing with two different themes during this Mercury retrograde. But think back to what was going on with you around September 23rd or around relationship themes, mostly romantic relationships. It can definitely be relationships with family. It could definitely be relationships with friends or coworkers, partners, people you network with. But anything that was going on with that that needs some sort of balance, anything that was going with that that might have kind of caused some misunderstandings or conflicts, misinformation between one another, anything that was left unsaid, to keep the peace or any passive aggressiveness that might have been going on. Also, any areas where people might have been flaky towards you and vice versa, you might have been flaky towards them because a lot of times with air energy, you do deal with things that aren't 100% when it comes down to people, meaning basically they just don't follow through on their commitments. They don't follow through on communication. So there could be some things left unsaid with that. When Mercury retrograde is in an air sign, we definitely need to work on our communication skills and we need to work on our one-on-one -on -one relationships. And so this last part of the retrograde, we will be dealing with Libra stuff and that'll come back around the 27th of October when we're starting to deal with those Libra themes from back in September. The first part of this retrograde, we will be dealing with Scorpionic themes. And so since Mercury will be in Scorpio, we will be dealing with water themes with this Mercury retrograde. So a lot of it's gonna have to deal with our coping skills, how we deal with past emotion and past disappointment, how we react to others on an emotional level. Breaking old patterns is gonna be a big one. It is gonna be all about working on deep rooted issues so we can heal ourselves and Stop suppressing the things that really hurt us and bother us because this is about freeing yourself from anything that might have been trauma for you. This is all about learning how to understand yourself on an emotional level and on a deep level. And you don't want to ignore these things because they can come back to bite you on the ass another retrograde over or at some other point in time. And that's the thing with some of these retrogrades, with all retrogrades, no matter what the planet, you want to deal with the issues immediately so that way you're not dealing with them later on. Because when you deal with them later on, sometimes you pay in penalties and interest and you just don't want to do that. And of course, with Scorpionic themes and Mercury being in Scorpio, this is going to be your time where you're going to start uncovering some truths. You may end up uncovering something that you've been trying to solve. You may end up finding the truth about something that you've been waiting to get an answer for. And sometimes that could be a great thing. Sometimes that could be an uncomfortable thing. So if you feel as though secrets have been kept from you, this is going to be a time when secrets come up. And that missing puzzle piece comes right out and solves whatever problem there was around you and your circumstances and situation. This is going to be a time to fix issues with regards to jealousy and petty feelings or holding grudges with people. It is going to be a time where you're reclaiming your power back from people who try to hold 
you down or have authority over you in some sort of way, just overall people who try to dominate you. And this is the kind of retrograde where the past comes back. Again, in the past could be people from your past popping back up, whether it be exes, ex-friends, just unfinished business, unfinished situations. They tend to come back during this type of retrograde with Scorpio and the Libra situation too. And speaking of Libra, this tends to be the part where you really have to work on your communication. So overall, we got some mixed bag lessons coming up with this retrograde. Do your best to do the work that you need to so that way you can get the most out of this and heal, resolve whatever it is you need to go back on and just truly take care of unfinished business that needs to be addressed. Mercury will be going direct on the 3rd of November and then goes out of shadow on November 11th. So we've got an extended period of time of this Mercury retrograde season and we have an extended period of time of Mercury being in Scorpio. So let's do the most we can with this energy and use it to resolve our issues. On the 15th, the sun is gonna make a square with Pluto. So with Mercury already being in retrograde and Pluto being its Scorpio's ruling planet, this is definitely gonna up that energy that I was talking about in terms of power struggles. This is the type of energy where a lot of tension comes up because there are people who are trying to manipulate and, to con and control the situation, whatever that may be for you, whether that be a romantic relationship, whether that be someone with job, whether that be someone with people that you deal with on a day-to-day -day basis, there are gonna be situations where there will be a clash in terms of people who are trying to dominate you. So do whatever you can to step into your personal power because this is gonna be calling for you to do so and to more or less just put your foot down in situations where people are trying to reign over you in any sort of way. This does bring in a lot of change and transformation in your life. So if there has been someone in your life that has been stagnant, that has been stuck for a while, this is going to be your opportunity to make that transformation that needs to be changed that you've been waiting for. Whether that be something that feels comfortable or something that feels pushed or rushed or kind of a hand being forced sort of situation, this is going to be the time to definitely have that transformation in your life. You definitely want to be aware of other things with this too in terms of just being overly obsessed with things and fanatical with things when it comes down to whatever you're interested in because it can bring in an obsessive quality as Pluto does and with Pluto and the sun making a square this is definitely going to bring up an obsessive quality that may end up making you feel extra triggery if you're not getting the satisfaction you want out of something which again can be relationship situations where you're not getting the attention that you need from whoever it is you may be interested in. So you definitely wanna be aware of that with this. But use this to focus your energy on the things that you need to get taken, need to do, and the things that you need to just take care of in your life. In other words, this is a very focused energy, so that's good, the obsessive quality of this. Use this to obsess over the things that need to get completed in your life, the things that you need to finish, the things that you need to finalize, and anything you need to work on. Because other than that, if it's not used productive, productively, a whole slew of other things can come as a result of this. And then that next day on the 18th, the sun's going to make a square with Saturn. So this one is a bit depressing. This one is one of those transits where it's going to make you feel a little lonely. It's going to make you feel isolated. It's going to make you look at the situations where you feel as though you have never won. You feel as though you've been forgotten. You feel as though, you know, you're kind of been ostracized by others and 
are more so like an exile when it comes down to who you are as a person, anything to do with work, anything to do with getting ahead. It's going to definitely bring up some feelings where your confidence gets zapped because you feel as though everyone else is winning and you're not. You feel as though other people get opportunities and you don't. And that's the thing about this that can be painful. This is one of those things that brings up a lot of fears and doubt and things like that. And so what you want to do is you want to remember that this is a passing thing and that there are going to be these opportunities where you do win. There are going to be these opportunities where all your hard work will pay off because Saturn does bring that. It just sometimes takes a little bit longer. And of course, because we're dealing with Saturn, things definitely take longer. And once they do finally move, it moves mountains for you and you're able to make that climb as Saturn does. So try to remember if you're feeling like this, even though it seems bleak, you are going to have that moment in the sun. You'll get your moment in the sun. So do your best to remind yourself that better days are ahead and that you've got this and you're not going to let this discourage you in any way. You're just going to give yourself an adult time out, a break of sorts, a mental health break. So that way when you do feel better, you can come back in swinging and seize the day. The interesting thing about that particular day is Mars is making a square with Jupiter. This energy is contrary because this energy is confidence. This energy is cockiness. This is not a self-esteem issue in any way. If anything, it's too much confidence. And when you get Jupiter and Mars together, it can definitely be a lot of fun. It could be a party, but it can be out of control. It could be braggadocious. It could be competitive because it does bring in a competitive vibe. It makes you feel as though you can do no wrong and you're pissing excellence in every single way. And honestly, I was saying this in one of the other aspects a week ago, I would rather you guys feel this way than to feel sad. So if you can find a way to balance this out, balance this out in any way, because that Sun square Jupiter can be very, Sun square Saturn can be pretty rough. But with Mars making the square with Jupiter, it does bring in high levels of unjustified confidence. So try to find a balance between this. Other than that, this is a fun energy. This is a social energy. Um, it's an energy where you can get in a little bit of trouble because it is risky energy. It's kind of like if someone challenges you, challenge accepted. You're going to do whatever the hell you want. You are going to be out to prove a point and to be a showman and to get all the attention. So this is one of those types of energies. This is the type of energy where if you want to go out for some drinks, you may end up with the worst hangover. You may need your stomach pump. This is truly a grab life by the balls, a sort of energy. And I'm laughing a little as I say that because anytime this aspect comes up, it is a knucklehead aspect. It is an interesting aspect. But at the same time, if you've ever seen an Aries and a Sag together, this is that type of energy that when they're both out, out of control, you kind of get this energy. And I can speak from personal experiences. I've said before in my videos, my best friend is a Sag and I'm an Aries. And when we were out of control, we were out of control, just like this Mars square Jupiter situation. So. So yeah, try not to be reckless. Try to have fun with this energy because other than that, it is an overly confident energy. It is reckless. So do the best you can and make the most of it. Make it a fun day if you can. And that same day, Venus is going to be making an opposition with Neptune. So here's where things can really get messy with the sun making a square with Saturn, Mars squaring Jupiter, and Venus opposing Neptune you're going to be a little more impaired than normal because this definitely clouds judgment 
when it comes down to things. It'll cloud your judgment when it comes down to the people that you're dealing with. It'll cloud your judgment when it comes down to the decisions that you're making. And with some of the edgy energy and some of the chaotic energy that's going on, you really want to take your time and not do stupid shit. Especially if you're feeling bad, you're not going to want to do the Neptune thing where, and with Venus where there's escapism and where there's too much drinking and in the way where you're just binging on the wrong things. And I don't mean Netflix, binging on alcohol, drugs, relationships that are absolutely terrible for you. Because on a day like today, you're going to want to escape from certain situations. So it's something you want to be aware of. You know, this is one of those energies where, you know, deception is rampant in relationships and you have to open up your eyes to just what's real and what's not when it comes down to the people you're dating because we are dealing with Venus Neptune in an opposition. So this is going to have a lot to do with the people that you're dealing with, especially within love life relationships. You're going to have to get real with yourself and you're going to have to look at situations where you're sacrificing for something that's not worth your time or where you keep sabotaging yourself, where you keep betraying yourself because there is such a thing as self-betrayal in relationships where you keep going back to a bad situation that's not good for you and it's abusive to yourself. So doing the best you can when this energy hits, channel the high vibes of Venus and Neptune where it the best thing you could do is do something spiritual. This is a week for spirituality with that Jupiter sextile Neptune. So do something spiritual, do something like listening to music, going to stone shops, playing with tarot cards, you know, raising your vibes the best way you can because this is the type of energy where it's going to work very well with that anything to do with poetry anything to do with art even if you're not going out much because people are concerned about what's going on in the world of course do things online and have some friends over do an online painting class with some friends it may be fun I mean, it definitely is fun and that's one of the best ways to channel this energy if you're feeling this particular aspect over everything else but do the best you can this week, guys. This week is beefy as fuck. And I hope you all have the best week ever. Later, guys.